What's up, my friends? Oh my gosh, you guys, this is episode 100. I am so blown away that we are here. You guys, I am so grateful. And honestly, I'm a little bit, I'm actually a week late uploading this episode because I was a week late recording it, which I'll get into the episode of what triggered me in the roughish week I've had. With all that in mind, I just want to let you guys know this episode may be a little bit more colorful than the others. So if you have a little one, can you just pop in your AirPods or hit pause and listen to this when you're just on your own? But I just feel like, man, we've got so much to talk about. It's episode 100. We've got a lot to celebrate. We've come so far as a community and honestly, just me as a podcast host. And I want to share more of my story and my life with you, especially with what's kind of happened in the last week or so. And I just feel like I just want to be really authentic. Well, I'm always authentic, but, you know, just more authentic, whatever. Anyways, you get it. Welcome. I'm so grateful you're here. If you're new around here, pull up a sheet, a sheet. No, well, pull up a sheet if you're in bed, but pull up a seat. You are welcome. And I am so grateful you're here. Whether you've been here since episode one or you're just joining us, I just want you to know you are so welcome. You are not too broken to be here. You are not too disillusioned with Christianity to be here. And I just want you to know if I could reach this microphone and give you the biggest hug and tell you that I love you. I do. And I'm just pumped. So Pull up a seat. Let's go. Let's dive in. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Okay. Oh my gosh, you guys. I know I I warned you early on, but like I said, this episode's going to get a little bit more colorful and I'm going to be a little bit more raw and real than normal. So if you've got little kids, if you could just hit pause or put on your AirPods, that'd be amazing. So there might be a few triggers because I'm just going to share a little bit more about my story and, and how I roll. So, okay. First and foremost, you guys... Oh my gosh, episode 100. I cannot thank you enough for being here. No matter how many episodes you've listened to, this podcast would not be here without you. Let me just tell you right now, one of my fundamental needs as a human being is to be listened to and to be heard. And it's so ironic to me, or maybe it's not ironic. Maybe it's just how God works, but it's crazy to me that God has built a career around me speaking and people listening. So, and it's healing. And I am so, so grateful for so many years. I felt like I didn't deserve a seat at the table, at any table. <laughs> and now to actually have a seat and to have like a, a little platform, it's not huge, doesn't need to be huge. I'm not going after to be Joe Rogan or anything. I just want to minister and be right where I'm at with my people and the people that are kind of drawn to and attracted to how I am in this this authenticity or this vulnerability, this authenticity, this transparency, and just kind of the hellish circumstances that we all find ourselves in at times and just rough histories and, and all of that. So I have committed when I started this whole process 
to be as honest as I possibly could. And I'm kind of doubling down on that. So I'm super raw and real. Uh, those of you that are part of the Feel Better journey know that, you know, when I walk through these group coaching programs with our groups, I am like, it's all out there, right? Like I share just kind of my whole process, but I'm realizing more and more how much hearing each other's stories really does resonate and bring healing. And so I think I'm just going to get even more and more a little bit real and more transparent on the podcast. So honestly, you guys, I mean, when I started this thing, I wasn't sure I'd get here to 100 episodes. I mean, most podcasts are done by episode 10. And so I am so grateful that now we've been doing this for 18 months. And honestly, it's been probably one of the most fulfilling 18 months of my life. I think having the privilege and honor of having just this podcast and then having the group coaching that we do and a little bit of the one-on-one -on -one that I'm still doing and transitioning out of. But I just love you guys and I love doing this work with you. And so I just want you to know, I'm so grateful. You guys know, I say it all the time, but this is a listener-driven podcast. So you guys kind of through your emails or through reaching out are what kind of steers even the subjects that we talk about. So if you're new around here or even if you've been around forever, I just felt like I want to share a little bit more about me and about my journey and, and my heart for this podcast and kind of where we're going as a community. I just want to go a little bit deeper. And honestly, it's interesting because about the last week or so, I've been in a depressed funk, almost to the point of like non-functioning. And it, I chose to not function. So let me just tell you, years ago when I'd go into like these depressive funks, I didn't choose to not be functional. I just wasn't functional because I hadn't learned how to function and thrive within my struggle with depression or anxiety. So over the last decade or so, you guys, I've become uber functional and uber bootstrappy and uber, you know, just learned how to put one foot in front of the other, even though and even through seasons of like gnarly anxiety and gnarly depression that I've walked through. Right. And so but the last week or so, I've just been in a funk and I decided to kind of put a pause and I actually took four days completely off from work and from life, I shut down. I literally, I don't even think I responded to any text messages or emails or anything. I just shut down and I worked on my practices. I worked on my mental health. I went on walks. I hung out with my family. I did a little bit of special things with my kids and, and my husband a little bit. And it was exactly what I needed. So there's a lot going on in our life. There's a lot going on in all of our lives, right? But I just wanted to share a little bit about kind of what triggered me and what kind of set me into this funk. So let me just say, there's a lot going on. Okay, I've got some family members with some health stuff going on that I've, I'm deeply concerned about, right? It's all of these things, they weigh on me and they are concerning, right? And then last week, my husband, Gary, went in for a little skin cancer removal. So the guy was grew up as a surfer on the beach in San Diego, just spent all of his time out in the sun and he's also white as a sheet. OK, so like the guy is like white, white, white. And, you know, when he grew up, he didn't really wear sunscreen. It wasn't really sunscreen season and, and all of that. Right. So we're dealing with kind of the damage of those choices. Right. So he went in, he and he gets skin cancer. He's never had melanoma, thank God. But he said basal cell carcinoma, skin cancers pretty often. And actually, we're kind of in a routine got a great dermatologist and we kind of go through the whole routine with his dermatologist. So anyways, went in, had this little spot on his cheek, 
So they didn't put them under or anything because they were just going to cut it out and no big deal. It's going to be like a one stitch, which is pretty typical. Okay. So they get in there and then he calls me and he's like, oh, they didn't get it all. So they've got to go in again and they got to cut more margin. Then he called me again and he's like, they didn't get it all again. So they had to cut more. And it was like basically more invasive than we thought on his cheek. So the guy comes home with like eight stitches on his cheek and I don't do well with health stuff or injuries or whatever. I would have been the worst nurse in the history of humanity, okay? Like, I pass out at the sight of blood, okay? So I freak out. I don't know what it is, whatever. It just, I God didn't make me to be a nurse. So his bandage when he gets home is like bleeding through. Long story short, I don't even tell you, but whatever. It trampled my whole gut, okay? And I, it just kind of set me off into this tangent. So I took the afternoon off and was laying low with Gary and then, Of course, my anxiety goes into, oh, my gosh, if this grew in six months this quickly, what else is lingering? So I was like, you need to go back to the dermatologist tomorrow and we need to go every three months and yada. Like I freaked out. Okay, I just went straight into anxiety. You're going to die. We don't have enough life insurance. All the things. Okay, like you guys. So this is me. Okay, this is what happens. I get triggered and my trauma drama brain goes straight into holy cow. I wanted to say another word, but in case you haven't put your AirPods on yet, I don't want to offend any little children. I don't want to teach your children any colorful language. So anyways, but that's what happens. I go into this like trauma drama brain, okay? And it's my go-to and I really have to work on catching myself and then, you know, self-parenting, all the inner healing stuff that I've been working on and that I work with people literally on a day out and day in basis in the feel better journey, right? Like how do we bring comfort to these places? And, you know, my whole thing is on love and acceptance of ourselves. And how do we, how do we usher in Jesus's compassion and grace for ourselves and, and for others, right? But I truly don't think we can give away what we don't have. And so anyway, so I had to go into like overdrive and I had a call Tuesday morning or Wednesday, I don't know what day it was, but with Erica, who she's been on the podcast, she is amazing. We actually, she actually is on board and she's helping me now. She's amazing. Her and her husband, side note, own a digital marketing strategy. They're just incredible humans. Anyway, so they are helping me with the podcast and all of this stuff. And so we had had a business call scheduled and she saw it all over my face. And so we were Zooming and she was like, what's going on? And so I kind of shared and then I just started bawling, like crying. And she was like, hold on, you need to take a few days off. Like, stop put a pin in everything. The feel better journey is great. Just do your groups, but everything else, just put a pin in and go hang out with Gary and the kids. And so literally, thank God, Erica saw it all over me and knew what I needed. And so I just put a pin in life and I literally just had to reschedule a couple of clients, which thank God everybody's super chill and amazing and and was flexible and, and all of that. But I took several days just to catch myself. And I am so grateful that I had that space and that it worked out in such a way where I was able to because there's been seasons in my life where I couldn't afford to take a couple days off or I couldn't afford to, you know, check out from life. I had to. And also when I had little kids, it was much harder because they weren't as self-sufficient as they are now. So, you know, if I'm taking care of my mental health and all of that, like they're pretty self-sufficient, like they can make themselves a sandwich now. And so I just felt very grateful for those few days. And then it also happened to fall on a holiday weekend, which is another huge blessing because I had already planned on taking off 
you know, the third and the fourth for the fourth of July. And so anyways, it just ended up being a little extended vacation that I wasn't anticipating. And it was exactly what I needed. So here's my little caveat. I wasn't even going to really go into all this, but this is what I want to encourage you. You guys listen to the people around you. If you are coming to a place of burnout or breakdown or something's triggering you, man, take the time. And whether you take a half an hour, an hour, three hours or three days, whatever you do, just be super intentional to pour into yourself and to allow the Lord to minister to whatever part of you is triggered or exhausted. And you guys, if you have trauma in your background, which I do, I'm raising my hand, we are easily triggered. I've gone walked through so much healing with the trauma and the drama from my history. But you guys, I'd be lying to you if I said this stuff didn't still affect me. Now, does it control me any longer? For the most part, no, absolutely not. But at times, sure, like if I'm not doing all my tools or practices or if I'm not having good boundaries with certain people or just certain things in my life, then yeah, I'm much more easily triggered. But for the most part, I manage myself and my triggers and my history and my trauma, all of that really, really well. And I actually am learning to thrive within my struggles, right? So you guys, listening to this podcast, here's what I want to say. This whole goal of life is not to get over or to find ultimate healing and deliverance from certain issues. Now, do I believe in the power of deliverance? Absolutely. Do I believe in prayer? Absolutely. But you guys, more times than not, it's the healing journey. It's like the healing on the way. And part of the dysfunction that I had to come to terms with was me believing that like I was doing stuff wrong because I was still feeling happy about life or I was still feeling depressed. Like I had walked through really sad and depressing things. Of course, I struggle with depression at times, right? Even anxiety. And I could go back to in utero, I had anxiety, right? But I've walked through some things that are very triggering that cause anxiety. And my physiology, my biology runs a little bit more anxious. I mean, and you can see it in my brothers and in my parents and you can see it in my children, like we just have this biology. We just run a little bit more on the anxious side. So am I going to shame myself and beat myself up for that? No. I mean, I did for decades, okay, because I didn't know how to accept these places about myself because I thought, gosh, I'm just doing something wrong because I'm still struggling. But once I've come to terms with learning to embrace and accept these shadow parts or these difficult parts or these you know, shameful, but whatever these parts are, once I learn to accept and embrace and learn to nurture and bring God's healing power and acceptance and love and compassion into these places, you guys, that is when we truly find freedom. That is when we can actually breathe and feel comfortable in our skin. And so I just want you to know if you're in a dark season, man, just know you're not alone and do everything you can to bring comfort to yourself. And, you know, I don't mean eating a pint of Haagen-Dazs or, you know, binging on Netflix for three days. Although if you just need to turn your brain off and do that, so be it. Don't shame yourself for it. Okay. But if you're like, no, actually, I should go on a walk. Okay. Go on a walk. Uh, I should probably drink some water. Okay. Drink some water. Okay. But we do things, even dysfunctional things, you guys, for really good reasons. And sometimes our coping skills or our coping mechanisms are not the best. But man, beating ourselves up for it is like 
so harmful and it just piles on the shame and makes things worse. So all I want to say is I love you. And if you're in a struggling season, be kind and gracious and compassionate for yourself. We talk about this a lot in the Feel Better journey and our people know in the Feel Better journey, this is all about learning how to care for ourselves, how to care for these wounded broken, damaged places within us and not just waiting for some ultimate deliverance that we've, I mean, I don't know, I I went to churches for a long time where it was like, well, just pray about it. Or, you know, you must be doing something wrong if, if you're not feeling better or you're too controlled by your emotions. Like, oh my gosh, if I hear that one more time, like, please, God gave us these emotions. Yeah. Sometimes they're a little bit wonky and a little bit too strong and, and all of that. But these emotions even the emotions that come up, they can be our teachers. They can tell us like, oh, I'm struggling in this area. I wonder why. I wonder if I need to put up boundaries in certain areas or I'm not caring for myself in this other area. Or this person really triggers me in this button that's living inside of me from childhood, but this one person triggers it. It's like, how do I learn and how do I adapt and how do I comfort and find God's peace right where I'm at with who I am? And so Anyways, okay, I just went off on a whole little tangent, but I just feel like I just wanted to share more authentically and just where I'm at right now in life and how triggered I am and how I'm having to double down on my practices. And I don't know if it's something in the air. I mean, I don't know if it's because truly the world's on fire. And so my life is just feeling a little bit more tense than normal. But you guys, I'm having to really press in more in my practices and self care and all of these things as I learn so that I can thrive and so that I'm not reactive and like screaming at my kids all day long, right? Now, do I still scream at my kids? Absolutely. Hello. I grew up in a screaming house and screaming houses. We still kind of scream at times, but I'm getting better, right? It's like I'm aware of the fact that I don't want to do this anymore and that I'm trying to I'm trying to own my stuff and I'm trying to learn to thrive even within whatever's going on emotionally in my life. And so, you guys, I guess I just want to say with where we're going with the podcast is just more of the same. We're just going to double down and we're just going to continue to grow these feel better journey groups. You guys, I believe in the power of doing this work in community. And it's funny, I just got off the phone with a gal who is like, "Uh, I don't really like groups. And you guys, like 90% of the people that come into the feel better journey don't like groups. Like we've all been hurt by people. Trust is really, really hard. Like I get it. But trust me, the people that are drawn to these programs are really awesome human beings. And we've all got our broken stories. And so I feel like people who have really walked through their own forms of hell are just a little bit more trustworthy anyways, because they've been burned so bad by people and by churches and by humanity. And so I just feel like the people that are even drawn to the Feel Better journey are just really amazing human beings. And so I just want you to know that if you are interested in working with me or jumping in and kind of processing through your life and working through the program, man, jump on the wait list. We're really excited about this next round that's coming up. And if you want more info, you can set up a coffee time with me and we can connect a little bit there as well. But I'm really passionate because you guys are amazing. And I read your emails and I so appreciate you guys when you email the encouragement, but also when you email like your stories and your prayer requests. Like I pray for each of you. I read each of your emails and I just want you to know how grateful I am to be on this journey with you. And so, like I said all the time, 
It doesn't matter where you've been or what you're going through. You are welcome here. And I hope and I pray to God that you're finding some hope and that you're finding some connection and that you know that you're not alone no matter what you're struggling with because you're not. And I just want you to know that. And I just I feel like also I just want to say, man, whatever trauma that you went through in childhood or any repressed memories that may be coming to light in life and, and all of that, I just want you to know that you can find some deep healing from it all. Now, like I said, we're not going to get new brains or amnesia and not remember these things, right? But the hope in the prayer is that as we can process through these things, is that we can get a little bit of distance from them so they're not just so sticky on our soul that we can actually tell the story without even falling apart, right? And that we can tell the story about ourselves without falling into shame or, or regret or just, you know, the whole trauma drama trigger that happens. And so I just want you to know I love you. I'm so grateful you're here. If you need prayer, please reach out. Hello at dannysumner.com. Hello, H-E-L-L-O at Danny, D-A-N-I, Sumner, S-U-M as in Mary, N as in Nancy, E-R dot com. And also, if you'd like to join the waitlist for the Feel Better journey, go ahead and click through the link in the show notes, or you can go to dannysumner.com forward slash the Feel Better journey, and you'll be the first to know when we open doors again for our next round of the Feel Better journey. We're in week seven right now. And I got to tell you, I am just loving like these groups are just my favorite time of the week. They're just incredible human beings. And I love doing this work with you all. So I'm so grateful you're here. Thanks for your patience. Sorry, episode 100 was a little bit delayed, but hopefully we'll get back on a schedule here. But you know, hey, I'm trying to lead by example. So if you need to take some time, you need to take 30 minutes or you need to take an hour or you need to put up a boundary with something or you need to take three days off, I give you permission to do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. Because you guys, the reality is the Lord gave you yourself first to steward and then you can steward everybody else, okay? We can't save the world and we definitely can't help the people around us when we are falling apart. So take care of yourself. Just know you're special. You know, Esther 4.14 says, for such a time as this, you are here. And I believe that wholeheartedly and that the world needs you. And even the hellish things that you've walked through, they don't need to absolutely define you, but they can absolutely be the foundation for your spiritual growth, for your emotional growth, and for your deeper purpose and meaning even on this planet. So I love you guys. Let me say a quick prayer. Father, I just thank you and I praise you for this podcast. I praise you, Lord, for episode 100. But Father, I mostly praise you for the listeners. I thank you for my friends. I thank you for just the holy and hard work that you're doing among us, God. I thank you for this space that we can just show up. And Lord, I pray, God, for your will for the next hundred episodes, whatever that is, Father. Would you lead? Would you guide, Father? In Jesus' precious name, amen. Bless you guys. Love you. Glad you're here. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.